so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Thank you, Jay, and welcome everyone. For our broadcast today, let's think of one word, and that word is sin. No, my friends, it's not the best word in the world for certain. Jason Moon, a friend and gospel preacher in Texas, has penned some challenging thoughts about the effects of sin in the guide and study book, One Word. We will look at this in just a moment, but let us pause to say thanks to the editorial board of One Word, and especially to board member and co-editor Dale Jenkins for permission to use this material on the International Gospel Hour. We are indebted to them for their good work and our fellowship with them. And now, Brother Moon writes in one word on page 23. There is a man I know who goes to poverty-stricken area of Central America at least once a year to help the homeless. He says that each time he goes, he returns home with traveler's sickness. He explains that no matter how hard he tries, he can't avoid contacting germs. That's really how sin is. No matter how hard we try, we will be touched by it. Paul says, there is none righteous, no, not one, in Romans 3, verse 10. He also says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, Romans 3, 23. But here's the problem. Sometimes we don't recognize that sin has personally touched us. Jesus acknowledges this in Matthew 7 when he tells about a man who has a log in his eye, trying to help someone who has a speck in his eye. When Paul writes the letter to the Romans, a similar problem exists. Many of the Jews recognize the sin of the Gentiles, as we read in Romans 1, 18-32, but they don't recognize their own sins as in Romans 2, 1 through 16. The point is, none of us is above sin. It touches all who have begun to understand right from wrong, James 4, 17. And like cancer, without the right treatment, it will kill us, Romans 6, verse 23. In regard to Jason's writing, please recall these comments about sin. The phrase, no matter how hard we try, we will be touched by it. That is so true. Sin enters into our lives. And the phrase, the wording, sin has personally touched us, and indeed it has. And the point is, none of us is above sin. Dear friends, sin separates us from God. We want to consider these thoughts further, but first, R.J. Webb has a few good words for us about our website. J. Our website is internationalgospelhour.com. Please go and peruse our website. Hit the Contact tab and leave us a message, or the Survey tab and let us know where you hear our programs. Please check out the Free tab as well for a variety of materials you may use in your studies. Again, that's internationalgospelhour.com. And now, let's return to our study. The seriousness of sin reminds us that God cannot ignore the sin of man. He is not with man as long as man walks in sin. 
Nahum the prophet said in Nahum 1 verse 3, Jehovah is slow to anger and great in power, and will by no means clear the guilty. In Isaiah 59, beginning with verse 1, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. The word iniquities is defined from the theological word book of the Old Testament, volume 2, that it is a distorted, crooked behavior or perversion, and it clearly denotes both the deed and its consequences, the misdeed and its punishment. In other words, iniquities cannot be ignored by God. When we see that iniquities have separated us between us and God, the word separate is a strong word. It's akin to God separating the water in creation. And also the veil separating within the temple when Christ died on the cross. That the word separate is something that is a very clear distinction. It is quite noticeable. And so the scripture from Isaiah 59, 1 and 2 is saying, Your iniquities, your distorted, crooked behavior... Your deeds and what you are doing will be punished. They cannot be ignored. And they have separated between you and your God, and the separation is so great that you cannot help but to see it. Dear friends, the power of Isaiah 59, especially verse 2, lets us know that sin separates us from God, and it is a strong separation, shall we say. It is a strong separation that comes between man and God, and God has done everything possible to bridge that gap and bring man back to Him. Dear friends, sin separates man. Back to Isaiah 59, verses 1 and 2, we're separated from the blessings of God. When we note that God will not see sin, that, you know, He cannot see it, the iniquities have separated between us and God, that the sins have hid his face from you, God will not see. In Isaiah 8:17, Isaiah warning Judah says how God hides his face from the house of Jacob due to their sin and their departure from God, and that he will not hear. God will not hear us when sin is separating us from God. After all, 1 Peter 3.12 says, For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. Dear friends, if God will not see or hear one involved in sin, the one in sin must turn toward God. God has granted all things that pertain to life and godliness, and we note that from 2 Peter 1 and verse 3. Thus, we are the ones that must turn from sin and turn to God, and not allow sin to separate us from God's blessings. Ephesians 1 and verse 3 that speaks of the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. Dear friends, sin separates man from the blessings of God. We need not allow sin to remove us away from the blessings that God gives. It's either blessings of God or burdens of life. It's either the sin of man or the Savior for man, and we must make that right choice.
Speaking of the Savior, let's consider a second point, that sin separates man from the blood of Christ. Let's consider Peter in 1 Peter 1, beginning with verse 15. The Scripture says, But as he who has called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on the Father, who, without partiality, judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here in fear, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit and sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the Word of God, which lives and abides forever. Dear friends, if we wanted to bring forth a brief summary of this verse, and granted a whole additional program could address this in depth, because it's a beautiful study, when you take 1 Peter 1, 15-23, and you summarize it, here's what we see. An individual must be holy unto God, separate unto God's will. That's verses 15 and 16. We see that one should herald or call on the Father to herald unto Him, verse 17. We see honor in verses 18 through 20. Honor the redemption that is through His blood, through God's plan. And we also see in verses 21 through 23, hope that through belief and obedience to be purified and born again. You see, sin separates man from all four of these great blessings before them. And a life of sin deprives man from the precious flowing blood of Christ. We think of that beautiful hymn that words, Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Dear friends, we want to pause here for a moment. We love to build on our broadcast with our listeners each and every time we meet. And our J-Webb has a free opportunity for you. Let's listen to Jay. Kind listeners, the International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a Bible study course by mail so you may study in the privacy of your own home. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. 6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, please send the home study. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thanks always for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. It is a horrendous thought to think how sin can separate man from God. May our studies together, not only here on the International Gospel Hour and our broadcast, but also personal study of the Word of God, bring an individual closer to God and to His will. Dear friends, regardless of your stand in life, 
Please take time to study the Word of God, and we'll be glad to help you along life's way. Because remember, when the day of judgment comes, God will grant and render unto every man according to his deeds, Romans 2, 5, and 6. Let's make certain that our lives are the way God would have them to be. And let's continue our studies together again, shall we? Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series, by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,